0: Change will not come if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. I said we are the ones we have been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. We are the change that we seek. I hope that everyone is finding some very creative ways to stay grounded at this time. Because we are witnessing history. We are seeing and experiencing and feeling the core of everything that is happening in this world right now. I am overwhelmed, I am frustrated, I am tired, I am, I'm just, I'm over it, and I have really reached a point in my life where it's time to silence and drown out all the noise because I have seen and I have heard enough. It is action now. It is time to put ourselves in the space and the element in which we know that real change could come about by us sitting down, centering ourselves clearing our minds so that we may find a way to effectively, effectively choose where we decide to put this energy. Before I jump into this episode, you know, I'm just going to flow out with it and see where it leads me. But before I go there, I just want to say to anybody who comes across this episode that you are in my heart and you are in my prayers. If you have felt what I have felt over the past couple of weeks, I mean, since this year started, but even the corona didn't, (laughs) it had nothing on the real pandemic of racism here in America. And so before I even jump in again, I'm going to say two things. The first one is, if you are not comfortable with listening to um, the reality of the black community, you know, cool. You don't have to. You can just exit out of this episode because I'm definitely going to touch some key points on what I have been processing over the past couple of weeks. Um, so I just want to say that first with all due respect, I have no issues. Um, but I'm just throwing that out there now because I know it's been a very touchy, uh, conversation. You know, I've been seeing so many people being attacked, attacking others. It's, it's just been crazy. So, um, what I am choosing to share is just based off of what I have, um, Experience what I have learned. Um, I'm not going to get political on here. I'm not a politician. I don't, you know, I'm not going to get there. I'm just going to just give my take on, you know, and you don't have to agree. It's cool. Um, the other thing is, you know, I hope that we are all um, taking our times with ourselves. I had to delete my social medias. All of, the, all of the platforms because, you know, there's so many lies being spread at a time where our hearts are heavy and we just want the truth, excuse me for the outside noise, um, where we just want the truth, you know, my heart is heavy heavy and I want the truth and there's so many lies um, being spread right now and it's just, it's not helping me. So to center myself, I got rid of all of that um, while also just taking into effect of my mental state and all that I am seeing you know I'm definitely um I've definitely before I deleted my social medias I was pushing out um information regarding mindful tips um to stay mindful during the day um ways to cope with stress anxiety and those things um I the only access, I mean the only way you have access to me right now is through email. Um I received a couple of emails from some of you guys and um I don't want to get off topic, but I just want to say this. Like when you're reaching out to somebody and you want to network with them and you want to connect with them, you know, you have to make sure you're accessible to that person because somebody wrote me, and you know they had no pictures up. You know I didn't know who they were, and it made me very uncomfortable that someone asked me to do something with me, but I I didn't know who they. Were. It just made me uncomfortable. Like you know I couldn't I, like I clicked on a page. There was no pictures uploaded. There was nothing uploaded, and then I received emails and links to. I mean dms and links to pages and stuff and it's just like I was just totally confused at who I was speaking with um and I tried my best to communicate that and you know I don't want to feel like I'm ignoring anybody but you know when you're connecting with someone and you want to network with them you know you have to make sure that you're available um I want to see how you look I want to see the work that you're doing you know I want to see things like that So again, you know, if you do choose to reach out to me for any reason, just please make sure that, you know, I can see a profile pic or some pics of some work that you have done or just yourself, you know, so I know that I'm talking to someone and not a fake page and whatnot, you know, so many fake pages are surfacing now. Um, But again, yeah. So my source of um, contact right now is via email at visionarywoman 20 at gmail.com, that is V I S I at I mean 20 at gmail.com, um, where we can definitely connect if you have questions, if you want to give feedback, or if you just need somebody to talk to. Um, I'm going to do a prayer. Hopefully, I don't talk too much, but I'm going to do a prayer at the end of this um, episode um, because I felt so beat down the other day and I reached out to um, church leaders and just I just needed a good prayer, and it's crazy because I was searching the internet, and I came across someone who was, like, on call to do immediate prayer, and it was just so fast and superficial. It was just like, you know, when you're there to pray for someone, you know, there's no right or wrong way to pray, let me say that. But you know, when you're praying for someone, you never know their mental state that they're in. You never know that maybe your prayer just might change their life. And I'm not trying to be funny, but that prayer could have killed me because it was just like <laughs> I was distraught. I didn't know who I was talking to. I didn't even care. I just needed a prayer, and this woman just came and was just like, blah, and was done. And it's just like, man, I, I'm not even an on-call prayer person, but I my prayers are so much more fulfilling than that was, you know. If I was in a state of uh, ready to suicide, kill myself and I called, I would have killed myself. That that's how horrible the prayer was. You know but then i reached out to some um of the leaders of my church and i can be honest like i have not heard from anyone um up until this point i had a um one of the pastors um who i've been contact where i was able to reach her and she was like oh yeah um you know absolutely um what is your number you know uh, i'll call you as soon as and i promise you i still have not spoken to her um she called she called me but i missed it i called her right back and it was just like it's just been too much and to me it's like i never felt like I needed to go this hard for prayer. And the crazy thing about it is maybe it's my fault because I'm usually a person that's like, I'm okay. You know, I know other people need prayers. I have a really good relationship with God. You know, so I would really limit myself to having other people pray for me because I feel selfish because I know, you know, I'm okay. Maybe, you know, whatever it may be going on with me, I could get through. So, you know, other people might really need it. So I'll just take the back seat. But I feel like I really needed it this time. And... You know, I didn't have anyone there. And so I just kind of just sent myself with God. And, you know, he always comes through. So I'm, I'm just grateful for that. But it still was very hurtful. So, you know, right now, if anybody, I'm extending that. I've extended it on social media. Um, and I got mostly guys who reached out to me and was like, you know, sharing certain things with me. Um, and it's sad because it really made me feel like people would rather suffer Than to get the help that they need and I'm usually that person you know but just seeing everything that's happening and what I have witnessed and how it has made me feel you know I decided that Teresa you don't have to be big and brave and strong this time around you know if you need help if you need prayer action it shall be given, you know but again I didn't allow that to stop me and I'm still having those moments you know but I know that God got me. And so right now, I know that there are people who may not have that relationship um, with God and just may not know where to go or where to turn from this point. And so again, I'm extending that to um, anybody. I'm just saying, even if you just need to talk, like, just talk. I was speaking to a young lady the other day, and I didn't even know the conversation was going to go that way. Next thing I know, she was crying. And she just thanked me because she needed to get that, release that out. And so, you know, I'm extending that that invitation Whether it's you need encouragement, you need inspiration to keep going, you need a prayer, whatever it may be, I'm extending that. And um, that is through my email. And then if we need further, you know, you want to talk, we can Zoom, right? So just please let me know. Again, that's visionarywoman20 at gmail.com. Going forward, yesterday I was an emotional wreck. You know, I was reading and I don't know, I just felt so deep in my spirit. Like, you know, I see the changes, and you know, I told myself, like, I deeply yawn to see the things that I am seeing happening in the world right now. You know, um, a big part of me just don't know how to feel about it, you know, because it's like it's just so deep and it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's like, you start to feel like you're sinking because the truth leads to another and another and another. And, you know, to me, it's like, I'm I'm not really a problematic person. Like, I'm more of a solution kind of person. Like, okay, we see what's going on right now, right? My thing is now, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? And when I think about, like, man... (laughs) We gotta go back 400 years. But you know what's the most powerful thing, guys? Is that, you know, when the smoke cleared last night and I got out of my fence, because you know one thing I'm gonna tell you guys when emotions are high, intelligence is very low. And. You can't think when you're emotional. You know, you're just ready to react. Your intelligence is really at an all-time low. And so, when I was able to relax myself and really try to center myself, you know what I told myself? And this is just what I want to share with you guys. And this is what I'm going to talk about because you know, I'm I'm not like I like I said, I'm a solution kind of person, but. I think that's a partnership that's everybody stepping up because we all have a unique responsibility right now, you know, to be a part of the shaping of this world. You know, we are finally getting, um, what is the word I'm looking for? You know, things are coming to surface right now and we're on front display for the world to see our suffering and what we have endured over the past 400 years and probably even more of that we don't know but what I have come to in conclusion yesterday is that I do not want to be let me change that I no longer want to be confined by the term racism because I feel like I walk with that on I walk with wearing that on my sleeve in a sense because, you know, I'm, I'm traumatized. You know, if you, if you're black, you know, I'm not just making it about a black and white thing because I've really, like, I've already come to the conclusion that, you know, it's not just about color, you know, but when you wake up and these are the things that you're seeing, right, it's like, to me, I feel like my thoughts and what I truly believe is shaping my life right now. And so, if I believe that I will continue to be a victim of racism here in America, then I don't think I would ever truly be free to live. And how I really summed that up is like, honestly, my power, my strength. Um, The love that's in my heart, my compassion, all of those things are not summed up by America. Because before America came to be, this earth, this world, this nation was God's and still is God's. And to even just think of it that way, it made me feel a little bit better because I look at it like, man, I see so much of of what's happening right now. And it just, it, it discourages me sometimes because I know it's like, it's a lot of work to do. But when I look at it, like, America wouldn't be if God had not created this world. So why am I giving America the power over me? In a sense, why am I giving it power over me to dictate and determine how I am going to live my life, how free I am going to be? Because indefinitely, you know, if if I look at it like, oh, I'm not free, I'll never be free, I'm a slave, I'm black, I'm these things, then I'm literally confiding myself. Like, they've done it to me, but they've done it to me long enough to the point where they don't have to anymore because I'm doing it to myself. No. No. Granted, there's a fucked up ass system, excuse my language, that's happening right now that we are all living submissively to, that because we have not done our um, our homework, we have not done our research, we have not educated ourselves, and so we're just listening and, and listening and following and believing everything that comes across our path, that this information is being stored into our brains, and it's shaping our brains, and then it's then going to influence how we feel, influence how we think, influence how we go about living the rest of our lives. And I think it's just all about perspective, like I said, and I found myself sitting there yesterday feeling so bummed out, because it's just like, man, you know, you see it. Oh, wow. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sound like a flat come on you see it and you know it's like I don't want to attach myself to it any longer and that's not to say oh it's not happening because the reality is that it is happening but the more we view it as it has power over us we're never going to get to that free space in our mind because it's not freedom around us it's freedom in your mind you create the freedom with how you think, with how you feel, with what you do, you're creating that freedom. And so, like I said, it's not the put off like, oh well, we're in America and no, because I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm delusional about what's happening, like it's not happening, like some other people who are like, Oh, all lives matter, this is not happening, black people this is not about black people, and blah blah blah, like it's delusion because it's not about us. But now you guys finally get to see on full front display display what we have endured for many, many years. But for me Again, And I think it's so much deeper than just what we're seeing right now. And that's just what I feel so deeply in my spirit. That today or tomorrow when I get up, I can make the conscious decision of what I want to do. Even if I don't even know. But I just to know that I have the power to do that. If I want to get up today or tomorrow and go somewhere across the world, I can... Because I believe truly that even though these things have been imposed on us and we have believed it, we don't have to, you know, become blind to it or let it paralyze us now. No, think about just doing your homework. And it's hard because it's like, wow, the truth is like actually coming out. I believe lies all of my life. Like that's the hardest part when you're rediscovering the truth, the real absolute truth of, you know, what we, um, have been living in all of our lives that's so hard but continue to live in that or seek out the truth and live in the truth then I'm like, that's hard too, because it's like you're living, um, it's not hard, excuse me, it's challenging, because you're living amongst people who are looking at you like you're crazy and have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. So they're not going to listen to you. They're not going to believe you. You know, they think it's full of BS, you know? But it's like, you know, it's, damn if you do, damn if you don't. But I think just for me, I don't want to live through that perception anymore. And I just think about like, just think like if we stop living through that perspective, what we can truly create for ourselves. And when I say ourselves, I'm speaking as a whole for the whole entire culture, for ourselves. Like we've lived with this perception of, you know, what they have shown us and what they have put in front of us. But imagine if we did the homework ourselves and created the things that we needed to create for ourselves and stop relying on the government that cares absolutely gives two zero Fs about us. And we've seen it. The very government that we're funding, that we're working for does not care about our communities because we are still living in poverty. And guess what? We will continue to live in poverty until we consciously wake up and create better. Because to me, I believe poverty is simply trauma where people have simply given up and said, you know what? I can't do this no more. And eventually they stopped fighting for what they believe in. They stopped fighting for what they knew they could do or have. Because if you really look at it, look at the most of people who live in poverty. They're angry, they're hurt, have many mental illnesses, uh, PTSD, those type of things. And when you're feeling that bummed and burned out, how can you truly create? How could you truly break the cycle? No, you're just passing that down generationally. So who's going to help us is what we want to know. So they're implementing these laws. They're implementing all these things. But guess what? We're going to need people, more people to show up and have this willingness. Oh, man. I'm so sorry, guys. This is so embarrassing. And have this willingness to do what needs to be done. And it's going to have to come from us. Not from some other... No, us. And that is why we have to get better. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, guys, for the interruption. But... You know, I just had to come out and just share my perspective of what I truly believe, you know, could work. And that means, like, we have to get better. It literally starts with us. And the moment we get better, we can think more clear. We can do more. We can, you know, it's, it's no limit to what you can do when your mind and your heart is clear. In its clearest form. you are able to focus. When your mind is not clean, your heart is just bummed out and beat down, what could you accomplish like that? Think about it. What what are we able to accomplish in that state? Nothing. And so it it literally trickles down back to us, ourselves implementing the right programming oh, I'm sorry guys <laughs> yeah who is it who is it no unbelievable the wrong bell guys this is why I, I can't wait to <laughs> buy my house I gotta get out of here but um, I'm so sorry for the interruption please forgive me And I guess that's why people go to the studio to record, to block out all the extra unnecessary. But, you know, like I told you guys from the very first podcast, this is a real authentic podcast. You know, it's not edited. It's not one of those things. I just want y'all to know, you know, you don't have to. This is life. Like I get to see life. You don't have to go and find all of these expensive things and buy all of these things and go all these places wasting your money no you can reach people right where you are right so um yeah I think that's just what it is for me like the moment I really get to that space and I'm like yeah if I change my perspective then maybe I can do so much more because we need each other right now (laughs) we need each other and we are in trouble we are in trouble and so my um me wanting to motivate and inspire and encourage women it's not just women it's men it's whoever but for my woman we have a responsibility a duty in this world we are resilient we are strong yes we have learned to be this but we need help, too. We need help, too. I remember when I first moved um, to my new apartment, and I seen this lady. She had just had a newborn. Her baby was in a car seat, and she had groceries in the other hand and the car seat in the other. And we're walking, and, I'm, and I see her, and I'm like, oh, hey, ma'am, do you need help? She's like, no, I got it. If y'all could have saw the struggle this woman was having, yet she just blurted out the words that she got it knowing that she needed the help, and I've been there, and I've been her, and I've said, no, I don't need it, and I knew I needed it, but it's second nature to us now to say, no, I'm okay. No, we're not okay. And so I just want us to understand, like like I said, I do this because I want women to get to wholeness. I want women to get to their most purest state, so that they can go out into the world and and it be a ripple effect and it be the domino effect you know, you talk to one woman that woman talks to another and another and another because we have it in us and we are the most unprotected, right? but who's going to protect us if we're not showing up for one another as we can see we are disrespected by white men, and everybody, oh, white man, I love white men. I'm sorry, and and this is just you know, me, and I don't, I wouldn't sit here and say, you know, be prejudiced about black women dating white men. Absolutely not, because you know, if I'm if I feel in my spirit, if I love how I feel, I'm not looking at your skin color, but what I'm seeing for me is I love black men, you know, and. I know there's a great history of white men raping black women all throughout slavery, so you know i again, I wanna really stop living behind the perception of what i have been um of what i of what I have been learning and what I have been taught and things like that, but to me just it's just to me, I love black men, and they even they disrespect us. You know, like I said, the problem is big, bigger than these laws that are taking place. You know, racism could leave today or tomorrow. America could be great again today or tomorrow. You know, all of these things could be better today or tomorrow. Yet we are still not better. And so I decided to record this episode because I just, I couldn't find the words yesterday. And today I just, I just need to get this out, you know. If it, if it resonates, it resonates. If not, you know, um, I'll be better soon to get back into encouraging. But this is something that I wanted to bring to awareness and bring to surface so that we are all, you know, trying our best to figure out what we can do to help create a better future. If not for us, for our children. If you do not have children, for your nieces, for your nephews, if you do not have those, then you have kids that live in your community that is relying on you right now to create a better future for them. Because, you know, as far as either of us are concerned, we do not know when the world is going to end. We do not know when there are going to be no more humans on earth. We do not know that. And so as far as we know, and because we know, that we are here on earth right now, then it is our duty to create better future for our children so that they can do it and continue the cycle, and that takes all of us. I'm here to have an open conversation, we can do a zoom conference i like I just I want to bring us together I'm not here just to talk on this platform just to talk. no, I'm a- about action. if it's worth let's talk. It takes nothing, and you can have as many people as you want on Zoom for us to have the conversation that is necessary for us to have. And so I'm extending that offer. We need to have a group of people who are willing to show up. And once you're willing, I can guarantee you they are going to be people who want to follow, follow with you. Not We're not bosses. We are leaders. When Harriet Tubman was freeing those slaves, as far as we're concerned, she was leading. Not telling them what to do or where to go. She was leading. So as women, it's not about being a boss lady, a boss ass bitch, whatever people want to call themselves today. No. Because bosses tell people where to go and what to do. Leaders show people where to go and what to do. There's a difference we are to be leaders right and so I know that I just laid some stuff down on y'all but I I really just feel so strong about this and like I said we can have talks, conferences you know and not just for this but just for our mental well being just for us to you know become better and stronger each and every day so that we can do what we know to be necessary here in this world to to create and prepare a better future for our children Not just black children, Chinese. You know, all there's no color difference here. Everybody, because we want the unity. We are not separate. We are not categorized. No. We are full of diversity, here in this world, here on Earth. But we have to get better. And I'm gonna leave it there. I said I was going to do a prayer. So I'm going to pray. Dear God, thank you, God. Thank you for the strength that you have invested in me. Thank you for choosing me to use my voice to those who struggle to find theirs, God. Thank you for revealing those toughest moments where I'm struggling to understand, where I'm struggling to grasp what is in front of me. Yet these challenging moments are helping shape me to become a better person daily. God, right now, we are seeing and witnessing the world before us as we have not ever before. And so I am praying for the hearts of those who come across this episode I am praying for those across the world, whether they come across this episode or not. I am praying for their strength. I am praying for their mental being. I am praying for the healing that they need, for past pain, for past trauma, and all of the suffering that they have endured. I am praying for you to restore their heart. And only then can their mind be restored. I am praying for you to give them the strength, God, that they need to keep going in light of all that is happening now, God. For whoever is struggling now, suffering right now, God, I am asking you to put your hand on their heart. Put your hand on their mind. Shield your loving arms around them, my God so that they may remember that you have brought them here full of purpose, full of power, full of love. No matter what they have endured and what they have experienced and what has happened, God, they are not those things. They are not what has happened to them. They are love. They are love. And they are love. And so I ask, God, in this moment, that you touch the hearts of those that are weary, that are heavy, that are tired, that are perplexed. And that you cast it out, rebuke it out, God. So that their hearts may be clear, God, and clean and calm and at peace. So that they may think effectively, God. So that, may, so that they may live, God, so that they may create change, God, so, they may, so that they may do what is right in your sight and please you, God. This is not about sin because you love us regardless. You love us regardless, God. God. And that the moment we understand and the moment we truly believe that there is nothing that can keep us away from you, God, we can live anywhere on your earth. This is your earth. This is not America's earth. America does not have control over your earth, God. No matter what America has done to its people, God, this is your people, This is your people. They have stolen. They have tried to steal God, but we are coming back to you one by one. Continue to remind us all that you are bigger than anything that we can ever think of. And that we do not have to live in pain anymore. In suffering anymore because you, God have created us and placed us here on this earth with a purpose, with purpose and a responsibility to love one another, God, no matter what. We do not have to hate those who oppress us. We do not have to hate because hate is not in the hearts where love is. Nor can the two exist together. And so I am asking for love in our hearts. That our anger do not have to blind us. Into believing that hate could ever outdo, outshine love. Thank you Father God. And I am praying for our world, for our people, for the people in this world to wake up and realize and understand that we are all one, that we are all one, and that the destruction that is trying to divide us will not win will not win because we are strong God we are loving human beings we may not all look alike but we have all come from the same place and so we have it in us to love one another to encourage one another to inspire one another to uplift one another to help one another God thank you God I pray that this episode here opens the doors opens the minds opens the hearts of those who have closed it to shield out the pain to protect themselves open the doors God Open the hearts, God. Open the minds, God, so that we can create a better future for the children who are coming after us. For the children who are sitting home right now with no certainty of what their future will be, that we have a duty. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And whatever I... Whatever words I have not said, God, search my heart where all the answers are. And know that... I love you. And I appreciate you. And continue to have your way in this world your world and in the lives of your people God who are crying, who are hurt who are suffering God have your way have your way, have your way, have your way my God it is in your heavenly name in your son's name I claim this prayer amen, amen, amen I'm going to leave it there and I said my email is visionarywoman20 at gmail.com we can set up a zoom we can talk you know if you're comfortable at your own speed at your own level of comfort I am here for support God bless God bless you and I pray that you find and discover your voice and understand how much it matters right now in a world where so many people, our children, whose voices are not being heard. It is our duty, ours, our responsibility to create better for them than what we had. Not get discouraged. It's okay to fail. But these are the two things I'm going to leave you with. When something happens to us, when something, when we experience something, whatever it may be, right? Two things always happen. It either paralyzes us or propels us forward. It either discourages us or encourages us. That's it. Are you going to be paralyzed by what we're seeing? Are we going to be paralyzed by what we're seeing happening in the world today? Or are we going to allow it to propel us, to push us forward, to do what we know what needs to be done? Are we going to stay discouraged and feel stuck? Or are we going to allow it to encourage us to fight harder? get one choice out of the two. can't be both. It's one or the other. And as you answer which one it will be for you, just look around you. Get on social media if you need a reminder. Google and kids if you need a reminder so that you see that it's not just about you. It's not just about your family, but it is about the world and the people in this world who you are deeply connected to more than you even know or even can comprehend to understand. And I'm going to leave it there. I don't know when I'll be back, hopefully soon. But again, I've extended my contact information um, for anyone who wants to talk. And that's it. God bless.